Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. The Rude Retelling, read by Brian Harvey. If you're offended easily, then this isn't the Christmas story for you. Hello everyone, Brian Harvey here with the final part of The Rude Retelling of the Nutcracker. And this is part five. So I hope you enjoy it as much as I've enjoyed doing it. Because you know me, I love poems. I just love these old school poems. I love them. They're brilliant. They're, they're, they're such a joy to read. So here we go with part five. Picking up from where we left off. And where we left off, he said, Get me a sword for the rest, I." And there his speech left him and he returned to the doll he was before. Maria was full of joy. She had found a way to rescue the Nutcracker without any more sacrifices. It's no sacrifice. But where could she get a sword from? She decided it was best to ask Fred. And that evening, once they were alone, she told him the story once again and begged him to help find the Nutcracker a sword. Fred was like, what the fuck? This isn't real. But Maz begged him to help and he soon started to believe she couldn't be lying when she was so adamant. She was so adamant. Adamant. It's spelled the same way. A-D-A-M-A-N-T. Adamant. What the fuck has Adamant got to do with this? Fred opened the glass case and began talking to his toy soldiers as if they were under his command. A moving speech. Then as a punishment for their cowardice, he claimed to demote them all. What a bastard. Finally, the sword. He decided the colonel should take a break. He had been at war for so long. He retired him to the back of the shelf and took his sword and buckled it around the nutcracker. That night, Maz could barely sleep. She was so worried about what would happen. Around midnight, she heard the rustling, rattling, squeaking and squealing that she knew could only be the Mouse Queen. She leapt from her bed 
but all sounded still. And then she heard a knocking at the door. Open the door without fear, came the voice she recognised instantly. It was her nutcracker. She opened the door to see the nutcracker stood with a bloody sword in his right hand. He continued, the mouse queen is overcome and you was you who filled me with the knightly courage and gave me the strength to defeat her. I'm not sure if he had this voice earlier in the story, but he has now. The nutcracker then showed Maz the seven crowns he had taken from the queen and asked Maz to follow him. Bloody sword and all, he didn't seem threatening and Maz instantly agreed, feeling a sense of calm. The nutcracker led Maz to a cupboard she'd never before seen open. He guided her into the cupboard and suddenly she was transported into this magical sweet filled land that the nutcracker called Candy Meadow. He took her through Acorn Gate and into Christmas Wood. And Maz was amazed. Soon they got to Orange Brook, Lemonade River, oh really? Gingerbreadville, Bon Bon Town, oh come on. And finally onto the capital, Confectionville. Great, <clears throat> great stuff. As they entered through the gates to the capital, the Nutcracker was warmly greeted. Welcome, best prince. Maz was not surprised by this, but it still took her a second to clock. They walked further into the city, where everyone seemed merry, and there was a hubbub of laughter and little voices singing. Maz could not refrain from a loud exclamation of surprise and wonder, as all at once they stood before a castle glimmering with rosy light and crowned with what seemed a hundred towers. At this point in the story, Maz and the Nutcracker explore the castle. She closes her eyes and when she opens them, she wakes up in her bed. She tells her family and none of them believe it. You know, like the same thing has happened like a fucking thousand times. Honestly, this story needs to be a bit more fucking imaginative, really. It all then wraps up pretty fucking quickly too. She's banned from talking about her adventures anymore, so instead just gazes at the Nutcracker in a glass cabinet. That's it. Then one day she says, Ah, dear Nutcracker, if you were actually living, because this is her voice now, she's been staring at a glass cabinet, this is how she talks. Fuck it, this is how she talks. Then one day she says, Ah, dear Nutcracker, if you were actually living, I would not behave like the princess, but I would love you. Like you can do anything about it. At that stage, her mother entered the room, looking busy and said, Your godfather's nephew has just arrived. Come and behave and say hello. As she exited the room, feeling sad about the nutcracker, guess who she sees? As if you hadn't bloody guessed it yet. That's right. The nephew is the nutcracker. Hurrah! Shock fucking horror. Who saw that one coming? The Nutcracker slash nephew said to Maz, I am the boy you saved at this very spot that you said you would love and not treat me like the princess did. 
I stopped being a miserable nutcracker when you cared for me, not caring for my ugly looks. They fall in love properly, get married, Maz becomes the queen to his kingdom, and they all live happily ever after. Yeah? Who fucking knew? Well, I am uh, honoured to have read you these poems this Christmas. I've been Brian Harvey. This has been the Rube Retelling, the Nutcracker. Have a very Merry Christmas. And uh, who knows? Might see you next year. Take care.